Greetings and aloha. This is Mina Athena at 10.44 p.m. Eastern Time on December 22nd, 2022. I hope you are well and safe and healthy. So as we are within the pool of the holiday spirit and with yesterday being the winter solstice, today I wanted to mark this day as such a very special day where Exactly 173 years ago, Fyodor Dostoevsky, the amazing, great Russian novelist, thinker, existentialist, transcendentalist, spirit housed in a human body, uh, wrote this letter to his brother, Mikhail Dostoevsky. And yes, I have read this on two different podcasts on, I believe, Lemur and on Wisdom. And I am so happy to share this on Philosophia with Mina Athena. Uh, on the exact day. I have narrated this three times now, two times, and I believe this is my third, but I have read it aloud to myself at least an additional three times, and I will keep this so very close to my heart. I feel this is one of those priceless jewels that come once in a century, uh, like the emerald tablets of Thoth, like Letters to a Starseed by Rebecca Campbell, like the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, the Alchemist by uh, Paulo Kahlo. And I believe This is one of my main missions here, to share these beautiful gems and to get it out to the world and keep it alive uh, so our human spirit could enlarge and vibrate even higher and create harmony. So with that, I shall begin. And this beautiful resonant music, which I will lower, uh, is 432 Hertz, ancient morning healing frequency. 
and this is by Nature Healing Society and you could get this on YouTube and if you follow me on LinkedIn um, I've posted uh, this music uh, on my latest post so you could always pick it up there as well So I will read you a quick summary before I read the actual letter so you could um, put this all into context. And again, this is 173 years ago on December 22nd, 1849, where the freedom of speech, even the freedom to think or the freedom of religion was not so open like now, although we still see a lot of dissonance going on around the world, especially in Iran and my prayers of healing and change and light goes out to them. And this precious letter, I am reading from this book called Letters of Note, an eclectic collection of correspondence deserving of a wider audience. And perhaps I'll have a little surprise and read you another letter I've um, fallen onto my lap when I opened my box of letters which brought a great smile to my face. So here I begin. In April 1849, Russian novelist Fyodor Dostoevsky was arrested along with numerous other members of the Petrashevsky Circle a secret society of intellectuals who regularly gathered to discuss literature banned by Tsar Nicholas. Eight months later, on December 22nd, they were led to Seminov Place in St. Petersburg, where three were tied to post hooded. A firing squad raised its rifles and took aim. Silence filled the air. That silence was soon punctured, not by the sound of triggers being pulled, but by an order for the gunman to stand down. At the very last second, the executions had been called off, and instead, the circle's distraught members were sent to prison. Later that day, Dostoevsky wrote a letter to his brother Mikhail, describing the day's event and what might lie ahead and sending words for friends and loved ones. Dostoevsky was released from prison camp in Omsk, Siberia, almost five years later, and went on to write such classics as Crime and Punishment and The Brothers Karamazov. just took a couple of sips of my night tea. One of the deep pleasures I relish in. 
cameo meal double tea bag with raw honey from the hives since 1893 in New York. Unfiltered raw honey and milk. So here I begin and I am reading this uh, from a printout because the font is larger and my eyes are slowly getting dimmer. To Mikhail Mikhailovich Dostoevsky, Nevsky Prospect opposite Grizansky Street in the house of Nesland. Brother, my precious friend, all is settled. I am sentenced to four years hard labor in the fortress of Orenburg, I believe. And after that, to serve as a private. Today, the 22nd of December, we were taken to the Semenov drill ground. There, the sentences of death were read to all of us. We were told to kiss the cross. Our swords were broken over our heads and our last toilet was made. And in parentheses, it says white shirts. Then three were tied to the pillar for execution. I was the sixth. Three at a time were called out. Consequently, I was in the second batch and no more than a minute was left me to live. I remembered you, brother of, I remembered you, brother, and all yours during the last minute. You, you alone were in my mind. Only then I realized how I loved you, dear brother mine. I also managed to embrace Petrovek and Durov, who stood close to me and to say goodbye to them. Finally, the retreat was sounded and those tied to the pillar were led back and it was announced to us that his Imperial Majesty granted us our lives. Then followed the present sentences. Palm alone has been pardoned and returns with his old rank to the army. I was just told, dear brother, that today or tomorrow we are to be sent off. I asked to see you, but I was told that this was impossible. I may only write you this letter. Make haste and I give and give me a reply as soon as you can. I am afraid that you may somehow have got to know of our death sentence from the windows of the prison van when we were taken to the Semenov drill ground. I saw a multitude of people. Perhaps the news reached you and you suffered for me. Now you will be easier on my account. Brother, I have not become downhearted or low-spirited. Life is everywhere. Life, life in ourselves, not in what is outside us. There will be people near me and to a man among people and remain a man forever, not to be downhearted, nor to fall in whatever misfortunes may befall me. This is life. 
This is a task of life. I have realized this. This idea has entered into my flesh and into my blood. Yes, it's true. The head which was creating, living with the highest life of art, which had realized and grown used to the highest needs of the spirit, that head has already been cut off from my shoulders. There remain the memory and the images created, but not yet incarnated by me. They will lacerate me, it is true, but there remains in me my heart and the same flesh and blood which can also love and suffer and desire and remember, and this, after all, is life. We see the sun. Now goodbye, brother. Don't grieve for me. Kiss your wife and children. Remind them of me continually. See that they do not forget me. Perhaps we shall meet sometime. Brother, take care of yourself and of your family. Live quietly and carefully. Think of the future of your children. Live positively. There has never yet been working in me such a healthy abundance of spiritual life as now. But will my body endure? I do not know. I am going away sick. I suffer from scrofula. But never mind. Brother, I have already gone through so much in life that now hardly anything can frighten me. Let come what may. And maybe we shall meet again sometime, brother. Take care of yourself. Go on living for the love of God until we meet. Perhaps sometime we shall embrace each other and recall our youth, our golden time that was our youth and our hopes which at this very instant I am tearing from my heart with my blood to bury them. Can it indeed be that I shall never take a pen into my hands? I think that after four years there may be a possibility. I shall send you everything that I may write, if I write anything, my God. How many imaginations live through me, created by me anew will perish, will be extinguished in my brain or we be or will be spilled as poison in my blood yes if i am not allowed to write i shall perish better 15 years of prison with a pen in my hands write to me more often write more details more more facts in every letter write about all kinds of family details of trifles don't forget this will give me hope in life. If you knew how your letters revived me here in the fortress, these last two months and a half, when it was forbidden to write or receive a letter, have been, a very, have been very hard on me. I was ill. The fact that you did not send me money now and then worried me on your account, it meant you yourself were in a great need. Kiss the children once again. Their lovely little faces do not leave my mind. Ah, that they may be happy. Be happy yourself too, brother. Be happy. But do not grieve. For the love of God, do not grieve for me. Do believe that I am not downhearted. Do remember that hope has not deserted me. 
In four years, there will be a mitigation of my fate. I shall be a private soldier, no longer a prisoner, and remember that sometime I shall embrace you. I was today in the grip of death for three quarters of an hour. I have lived it through with that idea. I was at that last instant, and now I live again. If anyone has bad memories of me, if I have quarreled with anyone, if I have created anyone an unpleasant impression, tell them they should forget it if you manage to meet them. There is no gall or spite in my soul. I should dearly love to embrace any one of my former friends at this moment. It is a comfort. I experienced it today when saying goodbye to my dear ones before death. I thought at that moment the news of the execution would kill you. But now be easy. I am still alive and shall live in the future with the thought that sometime I shall embrace you. Only this is now in my mind. What are you doing? What have you been thinking today? Do you know about us? How cold it is today. Ah, if only my letter reaches you soon. Otherwise, I shall be for four months without news of you. I saw the envelopes in which you sent money during the last two months. The address was written in your hand, and I was glad that you were well. When I look back at the past and think how much time has been wasted in vain, how much time was lost in delusions, in errors, in idleness, in ignorance of how to live, how I did not value time, how often I sinned against my heart and spirit, my heart bleeds. Life is a gift. Life is happiness. Each minute might have been an age of happiness. Si genuse saviat, if youth knew. I'm sorry about that broken French. Now, changing my life, I am being reborn into a new form. Brother, I swear to you that I shall not lose hope and shall preserve my spirit and heart in purity. I shall be reborn to a better thing. That is my whole hope, my whole comfort. The life in prison has already sufficiently killed in me the demands of my flesh, which were not wholly pure. I took little heed of myself before. Now privations are nothing to me, and therefore do not fear that any material hardship will kill me. This cannot be, ah, to have health. Goodbye, goodbye, my brother. When shall I write you again? You will receive from me a, as detailed an account as possible of my journey. If I can only preserve my health, then everything will be all right. Well, goodbye, goodbye, brother. I embrace you closely. I kiss you closely. Remember me without pain in your heart. Do not grieve. I pray you, do not grieve for me. In the next letter, I shall tell you of how I go on. Remember then what I have told you. Plan out your life. Do not waste it. Arrange your destiny. Think of your children. Oh, to see you. To see you. Goodbye. Now I tear myself from everything that was dear. It is painful to leave it. 
It is painful to break oneself in two, to cut the heart in two. Goodbye, goodbye. But I shall see you, I am convinced. I hope, do not change. Love me, do not let your memory go grow cold. And let the thought of your love will be the best part of my life. Goodbye, goodbye once more. Goodbye to all your brother. Fyodor Dostoevsky. <sighs> wow. And I will put the ancient morning healing frequency 432 hertz on for the ambiance. Wow. When I say wow, that means something has affected me so deeply that I, ha- I am at a loss for words and I'm in awe and all I could say is wow. For things that pour into me like this letter or behaviors of this world and countries where they're acting like kids in a sandbox, throwing sand or stealing toys without permission. That's when I say wow, too. I just love this letter. And on this beautiful day with 54 minutes left to spare, If I could go back to time, but I will not. We do have the way through dreams. So I will send a voice note to Fyodor Dostoevsky right now as we speak. We are energy, frequency, and vibration. And I know I will meet him tonight in my dreams. Thoughts create matter. So, dear Fyodor Dostoevsky, my soul brother, I've met you far too late, yet I know you so, so deeply through Brothers Karamazov, Crime and Punishment. I really tried, Fyodor, but crime's not my thing. But, you know, I'm going to go back to that now that I've discovered your letter. I will read all of your books, hopefully before I die. I only have a queue of a thousand books and 500 or 600 watch later YouTube videos, but I will get there. When I read your words and your books, I will read them with the eyes of my soul. I appreciate you so much for coming into my life at such a challenging time. 
And when I think you were less than a minute away from death, and just to be transformed and renewed in spirit instantaneously, like being struck by lightning. You have transformed and arisen from the ashes like the mythical mighty phoenix. Thank you for that fire. Thank you for your passion to write as if it's your oxygen. And thank you for your inspiring me that no matter how tough it gets, I thank God. for my health, for my three daughters and their health, my ex-husband, who I love more deeply and we get along more than we ever have during marriage, for my dear parents and my brother, who are on the other side of the veil with you, go visit them. Find them and tell them I love them. <laughs> For all of my parents' love and their wisdom. And all the sacrifices. they made and my dear brother who was such a force to be reckoned with but so chill and brought so much comfort to the heart of strangers Sophia Dora, thank you for your letter. With love and light from the Hudson Valley, Mina Athena. 12.22 at 11.11. Of course, of course, it has to happen that way. That's the angels telling me, yes. I feel deeply that I've merged and connected with uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky's energy in the way uh, I do with other poets and writers and mystics that I study deeply. Like Rumi lives inside my heart and my soul. Hafiz lives inside my soul. Mary Oliver Naomi Shiab Nye, 
Joy Harjo. They live inside me. They are my friends. Their wisdom resounds and gives and gives and gives. And for that, I am so grateful. I stayed up <laughs> this morning till four o'clock. When one goes through deep periods of reflection, almost like hibernating in the cave, and the cave is dark, but you're not hibernating, you're awake, and you see the dark, and you're ready to face them. Some people call that the dark night of the soul, the valley of death. It's not a one-time thing. It's a series of beautiful and unfortunate events. But oh, the beauty, the reverence, the light, the warmth that enters your heart and soul when you come out of the cave is more precious than all the material wealth this world has to offer. And it's during these times where my mind is incredibly awake and my body whispers, don't eat today, fast. And I come to a closer understanding of my soul and my multiple eternal layers of my soul. I believe we all have an eternal soul. And the more we go into the darkness and face it, that's when the fire alights. And the body becomes lighter not physically only, but vibrationally, frequency increases. Your energetic field, all the molecules in your body recalibrates. So I think I will hold off the love letter, perhaps until tomorrow. <laughs> feel complete and for those who are listening I hope you found peace in the beautiful letter by Fyodor Dostoevsky and I hope 
by listening to it and fully embracing it, no matter how big your problems are. If you're healthy, you're blessed. If you're breathing, you're blessed. And with that, I wish you a beautiful morning, afternoon, and evening. Christmas is right around the corner. And I know Christmas is so wrapped in so many layers of shiny gift wrap paper called buy me this, buy me that. I want the LOL doll. I want this new gadget. We have to be careful as parents how much we're being fed by marketing and by things that hold us down like anchors to the earth. And everything we do, our children will mimic until they break the pattern themselves. So we must be so very mindful of what we say to them, how we treat others, how we treat strangers, how we treat those in need, and how we treat ourselves. The most priceless gift that we can give to our children and our children's children is to love ourselves deeply, intimately, and to unshackle the chains that bind us, whether they are chains of jealousy or hate or resentment or not being able to forgive. We need to let those go, and this is an opportune time. Jesus Christ was the epitome of true unconditional love. I believe we are able to truly be unconditionally loving to others only when we are able to unconditionally love ourselves. Thank you for your precious time. I wish you a happy holiday. Despite the busyness and the noise around us, I hope that you can always find time to be still. And when anything rises and your blood starts heating up, from anger or whatever it may be, that's the time we need to take that breath and give ourselves a spiritual hug. Let your inner child hug the adult you 
and reconcile your childhood pains once and for all. Sending you love and light, blessings and namaste. Be well and stay healthy. Abiento, until next time.